The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of classic Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. martinvintage.com And by AJ's. When you're in West Lafayette, visit AJ's on Vine Street for an excellent selection of beer, burgers, and beefy boilermakers. EatAJ's.com And by Gridiron Metal Works. For outstanding college-themed gifts for the metallurgical fan in your life, check out the grill grates, griddle grates, koozies, and much more from the handsome boys at Gridiron Metal Works. GridironMetalWorks.com movements <laughs> look at it's almost like it's broadcasting live uh, john figure wanted us to go live he said so we did it live. we did it for john Fine. we've been waiting Fine. we've been waiting for you to get here john yeah look it's 9 36 that's pretty good that's pretty good um, i think you have to wait in the room 15 minutes before you you can leave if the professor doesn't show up i think that's the uh older that's religion that's that everyone follows but isn't really a rule anyway all right. Yeah, let's what? go. Uh, uh, okay. Welcome to the Boiled Sports Handsome Hour, the, as I named it on Twitter, the Scott Frost Memorial Handsome Hour. And I'm just sad. Hey, that- this is this is where we just clear it out. This is where, Dowd, <laughs> you're in the left corner. I'll sit in the right. We're clearing out. It's an ISO. Jay be here. It's for an Jay. ISO. <laughs> <laughs> away. Mourn away. Okay, you can. This is all. This is like every other bit you guys have about me. I'm not the only one here who doesn't like Scott Frost. Oh no, there's no doubt. No, no, no. Well, you enjoy him falling on his face. Sure, <laughs> yeah. And and none of us enjoy Iowa. However, if something bad happens with Iowa, we all know who to go to. That's fair. So, I watched Saturday and letting everyone like we like to do, let people behind the curtain in the BS group chat. We agreed. In fact, early in the day, not the day, but early in the game, Dave said, we should root for a close Nebraska win here, shouldn't we? I mean, if we're being logical, yeah. Yeah. if we're being truly logical, you, you want them to win and then get absolutely pasted by Oklahoma. You really right. do. Right. that Because that would have been so fun. What I wanted, my plan is to be out. I'm not positive, but I think I'm going to be out for the Purdue-Nebraska game. And my dream scenario was that we got to see Purdue end Scott Frost's time. For him to fall to whatever he would be against Brahma and three or four, I'm not even sure. Maybe he's one. In, he was one and three. One and three. Okay. Brom, yeah. <laughs> Five two. seasons of this nonsense. That's the most amazing part of yeah. all of this. But I really that was my dream was to be there for his last game, the death knell. Yeah. Um, but it turns out losing at home to Georgia Southern is and, bad. And man, Georgia Southern went through the black shirts like man. That was. It was it was almost too much. It was almost too gleeful for me. It was almost too much. I I'm watching it. I'm like, they've had 29 points, and they should have had 35 in the first half. Like, how's that even possible? How's that even possible? You can be bad and yeah. not give up that many. But but they have, they have a legit coach. They have Clay Helton. Not and my puking. joke, to you guys was Nebraska should have just hired Clay Helton right at the at the final gun. So I'm probably the only only one on this uh podcast who looked at Clay Helton on the sideline and said, "Where did I know that guy from?" Like I'm so bad <laughs> at association. I was looking I was like, "Man, I know he coached someplace." But and then I looked at it, I was like, "Son of a gun, I know Clay Helton is." Clay um, Helton actually, no matter what people say, he was actually pretty good at USC. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. He, he was exactly coach. fine, you know what I mean? And at this point, like when you're when you're uh Nebraska, exactly fine is good. And if you're Georgia Southern, a coach like that is Great. a huge Mike gift. Riley was fine, right? And they kicked him out on his ear. He was a lot better than got, Scott Frost. Right. He was a lot better than Scott Frost. Right. He won more games in three seasons than Scott Frost won in four plus seasons. Can, can we talk out. about something, Jay? I think this is a this is an interesting question since you're resident Scott Frost, Nebraska hater. Yes. Please. What is who is your nightmare hire? Because you've seen the list of a thousand that they're putting out. <laughs> it's it's so I have thoughts on this before Bill, we get into Bill the Belichick. Purdue. Bill Belichick Bill. would be a great hire. Nick Saban, excellent. That's a great who's the, guy, who's the guy that you say, yeah, they should hire that person, and it would be awful for everyone. I I don't think there's someone out there that 
they would want and would want them who is also a nightmare for everyone else. That's how far I think Nebraska has fallen. I think they can be really good again. I think they can be Iowa. I is think Stoops be that dumb of a question? I'm not trying to be like, is that that I mean, dumb of a? So I don't think they're uh, outside of Urban Meyer. All of these candidates would make Nebraska, like all of the top candidates, would make Nebraska fine. They'd be make they could make Nebraska, uh, Minnesota right now, or Wisconsin, or when Iowa is good, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. like all of them are neutral, right? Again, Urban yeah. Meyer in a completely different um, conversation here. Right. Um, to me, like the thing that they need is like is stability and a coach that knows how to like establish a program, a low right. variance like high winning program. Mark Stoops is the guy. They should if they Campbell, could Stoops. If how about, they could, how about, I'm not trying to be dumb. Is Bob Stoops on the table? When no, I saw Bob Stoops, he Bob was mentioned was, he was mentioned by the the Nebraska Husker whatever. Of course. The is. guy who named 25 people. But I was like, "Oh crap. Like that's one for me. That's a nightmare because I like Stoops. This is part of the equation for me. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. the guy. Well, it was. He I think, was he, really I think he's good. already. He recruits that area of the country well. Yes. I think he's yes. already he's good. He's red. Doing it. Yeah, I don't. I think yeah, like Lincoln Riley. Said. Lincoln Riley is the nightmare hire, but that's not. Well, gonna yeah, but but not gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, that one's not. Well, I'm happen. just saying, you're, if you're at Urban Meyer, I'm saying realistic. Me, but but he's not. I don't think he's like you. You Matt Cam. I think Matt Campbell would be really good. And Matt Campbell would. You know what I mean? Matt Campbell's never won the Big Twelve. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, be but he—he he, listen. This when good. you're at when you're at Iowa State, turning it into a like a real good program, program? Yeah. that may be the worst program in Power Five. No, and them in Kansas State, it's not great. We, which is why, what's Kansas, Bill Snyder? This is why Bill Snyder is the greatest football coach, oh, college football no coach of all time. Handel's comment is a nightmare, but I don't know what the magic the magic formula to get Chris mm. Peterson. Gosh. I read that Ooh. that candidate. That'd be awful. I don't. Chris I Peterson don't, is a great I think he's answer. done. He's my favorite. I think he is too. He you might be my done? favorite. I think so. I really do. No, I really do think it's like an actual health thing, okay, um, okay. not like an Urban Meyer health thing. But what's, like, what's the health thing that they're saying? I'm not really sure. Like. There was a. I this was back when because outside of the coaches that have coached at Purdue, I think Chris Peterson is my favorite college football mm-hmm. coach. He's just mm-hmm. so effective. He's so calm. He's yeah. like like steady. Um, I think they should do what Nathan Hartman says and hire Brian Ferentz. Because why not spread the wealth a little bit? Greg, Greg, Greg McManus, by the way, just, just that seems like a sarcasm, Nathan. I like how Greg did the thing. Like this is like if my mother showed up. Like, hold on, are we talking about who should Nebraska should hire? Stop, stop back, catch me up, catch Greg up. Okay, so Greg, so we started as usual talking about Nebraska. We, we waited to start at poor Greg and and the handsome Oscar hour. Yeah. And we talked about who would be the nightmare hire at Nebraska. Okay, Greg, you all caught up now. You we good? Yeah. Right. Um. And I think the Chris Peterson answer is actually, actually that's a perfect answer because Chris Peterson could take them where they would where they think oh, they yeah. should go. He oh, could yeah. win eleven plus at Nebraska. Eventually. He could he win. He could win eleven seasons. plus anywhere. Like if Texas yeah. was in there, like they should, um, you know, they should pull out all the stops, right? I mean, like he that's would. He's answer. one of the. He's one of the best coaches. Like. In college yeah. football, yeah. I just don't think he's. I, I think he is a person of integrity more than you know, um, uh, Urban Meyer. So when he says it's actually a health uh, thing, it's going to be a real health thing. So I wanted to just address something too because you mentioned that the guys who've listed thirty-one candidates. Every and, damn and, article I read has another name. So every I'm name, like literally, and these are all ever. like so sweet, smart guys, right? Oh. Didn't I say to you guys my favorite one was the guy who listed not only not only like two dozen candidates, but one was the head coach of the defending ASC champions. Do you? There's not very many NFL coaches, if any, who are saying, "I want to go to college." Now Harbaugh did it because he'd worn out his welcome in San Francisco, and and, Mama called, and he's a nutcase Michigan guy. Right. That's not the case with Zach Taylor. That's not like what are you talking about? Oh, he's got Nebraska roots. Okay. He's not Scott Frost, who that was his dream job. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. the other thing someone brought up, there's two things I want to get to, and I just don't want to forget them. One, somebody brought up earlier in the chat, they're still surprised he got the 15 million. And I kept saying this on Twitter, and I want to say it on the podcast here. It's not any money. They could have saved seven and a half million by waiting a couple of weeks. Seven and a half million dollars doesn't is matter to them. Nothing at this point. It's probably and, two donors, right? Seriously. But but think about the influx. That's what cash. happens, right? But who cares? Right. You know what that was? 
I give Trev Alberts a little bit of credit because that was them saying this. Okay, this is unacceptable. This is right. absolutely unacceptable. We could fire you in two weeks after you get pasted by Oklahoma. But you know what else? But, when you know he's done, the risk of saying, I'm going to wait two weeks. What if he beats Oklahoma by three points on a Right, blue? right. Now you rally half do? the fan base because they're like, oh, we're back. Well, what if he beats them and then they beat yeah. someone else and they finish with five or six wins? You're not happy. That, that five and seven number was Oklahoma. glorious. That's the one I wanted from them, right? I wanted to see them get five or seven and squirm around and say, okay, oh, yeah. one more year. The the oh. um, the Also, keeping him around says that – like. All due respect to our alma mater, it says that Nebraska is Purdue now, where they're penny pinching. If there was a seven million, seven and a half million dollars to Purdue is a lot when you are, and even to Purdue in the new Big Ten, it's not really. No, Guys, you you're about your your eyes are about to explode, dear right. le- readers and listeners and watchers, like. At the money that is going to flow into every single bit, a hundred million dollars a year within the end of the decade per school is going to happen. So seven and a half million dollars to Nebraska, let alone to like, I mean, Purdue, it's going to be, you know, a lot for Nebraska, who's supposed to have all of these coffers. If they wouldn't have done it, it says they're not a serious school anymore. You know, and all of their dream candidates. I want to address the fans here. So Dylan in the, in the side there says Nebraska fans are the most delusional fans in college football. He's correct. And one of the things that I thought was really interesting this week is I, as you know, I like to tweak the delusional people. And there's a guy that I followed for a long time who, you know, he's a totally humble guy because his profile picture on his Twitter account is him sitting next to three Emmy awards, which are probably for like local news in Omaha, right? They're probably like, the Nebraska Emmys, you know what I mean? It's like being the, you know, the prettiest pig, you know, it's like, okay, that's, that's great. Good for you. But I actually like the guy. I like his content usually because he's pretty, I felt like he's been critical of Nebraska appropriately. And I was like, okay, you don't get many local media guys who do that. He, he put out a thing. Apparently he he the guy who was was like beside himself at the post games last year. No, 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 no. You're thinking of the guy who runs that guy. I know we're trying to be funny. Those were hilarious. They were great. No, this guy's a real media member. And he, he put out a thing. Somebody made some comment like, like I would have, it wasn't me about, Hey, you guys fired Bo Pelini, who was, as I said, 67 and 27, seven years. And he said, they didn't fire him for that. They fired him for being grumpy with the media and rude to donors and did it. And I was like, come on, 67 and 27. What the are you talking about and he retweets me he's got like a hundred thousand followers and calls me a clown for that and i said i was like you guys ran out so i I said you guys ran out of town every single coach including solich for the crime of not being tom osborne and i'm the clown and he retweets it again and says yeah you are now the point i want to make is but but grumpy grumpy is a fireable offense guys who do that are trying to get sick their followers on you Okay, and I thought I'm going to go back to my Twitter and I'm going to have a billion mentions from I had like almost zero, which should tell you how they've even some of them have even been humbled. Like they don't have anything to say anymore. And that's amazing to me. Sorry, Anish, you were trying to say if, But if you're I think they fired Bo Pelini exactly because he's a miserable person. Right. Okay. And. I wish. Here's the thing. Even no, but here's the thing. Even if you're going to fire a winning coach for being a miserable person and just running a miserable organization, Mm -hmm. just come out and say it. Yeah. But what they did was say it didn't live up. It wasn't enough. But it was. Here's the thing. If he was jovial, I really do think that he'd still be there. They fired him because he was a jerk. They fired him because he was a jerk, and I get it. Because we all have coworkers, we just want to leave. Like sure. we want them to leave, even if they're really good at the job. Just leave. It will make the, everything around us better. I heard and something that just week. said that. I heard something this week, and I think it's kind of brilliant. And that is that when you have someone leading your your company, your favorite entity. Let's use the football program. It's okay if they're a jerk, because they're your jerk, and they're going, and they are just. Pistol exactly. whipping everyone in front. Embrace of them. it. Exactly. No, but it's but not really good to be a jerk. Bill Belichick is a colossal a hole, right? But he's sure. 
to the but he's media, a New and they love that. Yes. But to the media, if you hear any players yeah, true. who played for Belichick talk about him, or if you've heard any players that talk and, that played with Saban. They're like, these are the two funniest dudes of all right. time. And then they kill them because they're like, don't let anybody know that. Like, right. keep that in-house. That's the point is when you are caustic outside, but, you know, but, you know, good to your folks and good to your program. Again, the, okay. in the end, Explain it so is – that was because he wasn't Tom Osborne, right? But but he won like 12 these are games a year. Um, I mean, no, again, he's not he's not Tom Osborne. Right. I mean, that's but, that, that's, but that's my point. They've pushed everybody out. And every member of the thing I did like two weeks ago, every coach other than Frost has been better since so since Osborne. Every single one. Bill Callahan was better. They were all better than this idiot. And so yeah, where do you go one, from here? The one thing that, you know, that's, that's that, that question that I asked, like, so here's another night. Well, didn't work. What do you do? So here's another nightmare before like what the, what it got me thinking about Purdue. Um, another nightmare hire, honestly, Gary Patterson, like I don't, and maybe not so, a nightmare, so, but like that'd be an effective hire again. I just like, oh, I, I, I think that's a nightmare hire. I, I, I think he's terrifying because he would be I, defense first, boring as shit, grumble, uh, you know, grumpy, but at the same time, kind of, he'd be like, yeah, they got us every time. Patterson stoops, Matt rule, Matt Campbell, all would do great. At, um, they better hire hire defensive person. They better. I mean, they better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, and so go ahead, Jay. Did you see that? That um, I'm totally uh, Mick, Mick. What's his name? The interim. I, I don't want to be disrespectful. Oh, uh, Mickey Joseph, to, Vince Joseph's Joseph. brother. Did you yeah. see he took away the black shirts? Oh, really? Yeah, he got to earn them again. Yeah, took them away. <laughs> I mean, like, Nobody gets to wear them at practice. You guys. He didn't say this, but that's what they replaced him with pink ones. <laughs> I mean. Uh, He's gonna. I think that he has a chance of being kept like on defensive staff and stuff like that. Too, they have right? a much better chance of winning this weekend than they did. Oh, Frost. exactly. And much this shows better. that you're a serious like top flight program, like they want to be. But the other parts of this is like, what what lessons of this can we learn as Purdue fans? Because there's a lot different from Purdue and Nebraska, obviously, right? Size of things, all of this. So, are you doubt saying that we can't learn anything from this? Sorry, I'm laughing at Mark coming in late and doing exactly what Greg are we talking <laughs> about. Greg clearly set Mark up. Who now says are we talking Please, about? No, him? I are want. We about Nebraska, I want everybody to to um, to come in and say this. Everybody who joins, yeah, everybody from now on, are we talking about Nebraska? You're definitely one of us because this is exactly the bit we would do. <laughs> right. This is precisely what we would do. Even, so, it's great. So you're all invited to our tailgate is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, but lessons for Purdue, they won more. Nebraska won more than what they should have under Tom Osborne. Okay. Tom Osborne, great coach, unassailably great coach. That era, unassailably great. But what they did was overperform by basically establish it's not it's no joke to say nebraska established the first strength and conditioning program and that's what led them to just run everybody over right when recruiting wasn't national you at national meaning um like when everybody knew the local recruits and local recruits also wanted now want to leave so that didn't the, exist 30 years that, ago right? that nebraska was the first program to put heavy iron things in their basement. Yeah, no, legitimately. No, like move, applied movement resistance. The first strength and conditioning uh, like uh, major sports program was at Nebraska. That's what I'm saying. I, they took advantage of like a, um, you know, a, a, a gap in the market, right? That's what they took advantage of. Shooting it into the veins. I, and That's again... It. And again, they, they weren't tested by it, right? There were yeah. local kids that wanted to go to Nebraska, and right. there were local kids that nobody else knew about, particularly these corn-fed dudes in the middle of Nebraska that just want to um, you know, that just want to play for Nebraska. Yeah. And so all of these things kind of add up into and like the amount of money. They were one of the first hugely funded pro, like cr almost crowdfunded programs, right? Right. right. So and money. So Juice. Money, juice, <laughs> <laughs> and, right. lo and local kids, right? Yeah. And so, like you know, the so the things that you can apply this to Purdue are do not extrapolate based on things that like should not be taken, you know, in modern times. Always 
these this dates back to an old BS uh, axiom, which is always respect sports karma, right? Right. I mean, like you know, this is this is like one of the biggest lessons that you can do because that kind of feeds into it. You're thinking that you are more than, you know, you're more than you actually are. It's, it's almost like the same people that saw the middle of the Tiller era, not the end, the end, he was clearly kind of going, but the middle of the Tiller era and we're asking for more rather than say, okay, just move us. I was in that group. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's the thing. Like I was like, okay, Hey, Eight took us here. Fun, you, but... It's fun. You raised our expectations. We believe you can do better now. Let's get He's somebody like, in here like Danny Hope who can take how us about to the Well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like this, it's like the people who, you know, want a Final Four for Purdue basketball when, like, Sweet 16s are good. You guys should like those Sweet 16s. Exactly. Just be You're satisfied. You're six-time Sweet 16 champions. I was doing that at the game. Somebody and, said that I, in the margin just a second ago. They said this is a cautionary tale. Something yes. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, cautionary oh, tale about Matt think Painter. We let's be clear again. No one here has ever called for no, Matt Painter's job. But we but we will never stop joking. Well, I, <laughs> I will never stop time. the jokes. I don't know which of you didn't like it. I don't know if any of you didn't like it, but I was loudly cheering on the uh, defending Sweet 16 champions when they were announced on the field of the football game. I know. <laughs> it was so bad. What? That's what they are, man. That's they are reigning that's sweet sixteen. Reigning sweet. I think that's. <laughs> it's funny, and if I don't make a joke, I might get. Sad. You just start crying again. Um, I mean, All right, and, everyone. So I talked to something, someone Jay that that's just kind of random. Sorry to break away from our Nebraska talk, guys. You guys have beat this joke. Rod is asked if we're talking about who's taking over at Nebraska. Right. But yeah, if in case you're just tuning in, this is uh, we're we're talking about if you want to sound off. <laughs> All right, we're 20 minutes in. It's fine. It's fine. You want to talk about Purdue? Fine. Let's talk about Purdue Syracuse. Okay. Hey, so, it's a Purdue podcast. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's the handsome hour. It's you it's want a Purdue podcast. There's a, want. there's a there's a legit uh pro media one right down the street. You just go down there and listen exactly. to the black and gold podcast if you yep. want to get your X's yep. and O's. Um did you do introductions? The <laughs> Let's start again. Hold on. Let me get okay, the yeah. clicker. Cap, uh, thank you. All right. It's the Bull Sports Handsome Hour. I'm Jay. I'm joined by Buller, Dad, and Anish. Michael has the night off. Um, he did two podcasts. So as you could imagine, he's he is exhausted. He's pushed. He is exhausted. Exactly. Um, two podcasts I, over like a 14-day period. That's a lot. That's like more than he's done in the last two or three years. So that's um, – so, so Purdue, I don't think we need to talk too much about the win over New State. I did like. I did like. The boiler dad was one of the people who talked himself into being nervous. I liked watching your quick cast where you were like, "Oh my god, this one time they played them and they barely won because of Ricardo." That was the worst Purdue team I've ever seen in my life. By the way, I just bad. want to call you out. I, I know you ya. recognize. I know you recognize when you make errors. So right. I'm not doing this to be a jerk. You did credit that to Danny Hope. That was a Hazel team. I just want to be yes. Clear. And I went back the next time and talked about it. Oh, being... did you? Okay. Well, I've watched yeah, yeah. that one yet. I'm, always, I don't I'm think usually I a couple weeks behind. I'm still watching your uh, basketball ones. I'll get there. There's so much to it. So There's so much. Um, I watch them on half speed. So because um, <laughs> there's just information. Oh, pew, 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 I take pew, notes. Yeah. So um, oh, got him. He said Hazel. Um, so. <laughs> I liked though that you that is that was what's see this is what makes the the Boyle Sports Podcast Network so real for Purdue fans is you talked yourself into actually being a little nervous apprehensive you were a little apprehensive the Purdue now here's what's different this coaching staff is different from what you remember sure. they struggle in the games that in weird they don't struggle in those so much anymore right like and you've got Aiden O'Connell it rain so there's no problem it didn't rain you've got Aiden O'Connell though he is a he is a he is so steady. Like his bad games that's are his still steady. Attitude. That's the like that Penn State game. Th honestly, that was like one of the worst games he's ever played because yes. he only completed like fifty percent. He's never right. done that, and he still was good. Right? right. They still scored 35, 31 points. Right. Twenty four well, offensively, but yeah. But, but like against, I think you guys said on the podcast last week when you took after you got done making comments about me, you yeah. talked about how that was one of the best defenses that Purdue's going to see. So now 
I just have to I, mention. I one think other it's thing the is, most talented top oh, to bottom defense all season. Yes, I think it's the best defense all season. Yeah, one, one, one. Do you think they're better than Wisconsin's defense? Yeah, I think yes. So. Yeah, Minnesota. Wisconsin just lost at home to Washington. So Mi- Minnesota, but they held they held Washington State till seventeen points. So still, to me, to me, it's Even like Washington to me, it's Minnesota and then Iowa and Wisconsin. Like either one, they're both you know yeah. good. But I, I think Penn State. I think Penn State. Well, and well. and the thing we didn't know the big variable coming in, of course, was Diaz taking over, and it looks like it's pretty effective. <laughs> Oh, they he seems to be good. a good coach. Huh? He seems to be okay. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some um, guys, ask Jim Coletto. Like, he was a delightful positional and coordinator coach. I mean, but I, think Diaz is gonna, I think I think Diaz is going to be a good head coach again. I mean, like, yeah, again, like, he's not a head coach be, because – He wouldn't again, be a bad hire for Nebraska. I mean, I don't think he recruits that area, but he, he would You could do worse. Hire. You could, you do, could worse. do worse, right? Um, would they be okay with it? I'm not going to say that question. No, of course Before I forget. No, get out of here. Spoiler that unearthed a few uh, good nuggets of um... now. This one tweet that he retweeted, Anish. I don't know if you saw this, but I have to. I have to lay this out for you. This is so good. I think it was. I will say I don't think this was a Syracuse-driven Twitter feed. This was a feed that was going through the games and saying what you should bet. Yes. Okay. And yeah, and it wasn't a Syracuse feed. It was. They not. say it was one of those really good ones where. You read it and you're and like, somebody thinks that are wrong and just well, you read it and you're like, wait, which argument are you making? They're like, Purdue, good offense. Jeff Brown's really good. Aiden O'Connell's a great quarterback. Purdue scores a lot of points. Great receivers, but I think Syracuse. And you're like, well, what? what? And what? then he, I swear to God, this was the line. And this is the best, best OCDC combo in the country. <laughs> Who is he talking about? Syracuse. Syracuse. Oh, now of course, I would, huh. I would say they might not have the best OCDC combo in the. Stadium. Yeah, I mean, like right. I, Sarah, I, I had mean, to look like, them up. I had to look. Yeah, them I up. don't know who. Right. I don't know who they are. The like, offensive coordinator is a guy. I forget his name. Begins with an A. He's been a. a he's been a. a, no, it's not a he's been a coordinator. He's. If you look at his last like four or five jobs, it's been offenses that you're like, okay, those offenses yeah, they're solid. Guys. They're solid. They're not. He, he, so what them. he did is he reconstituted their offense, and it did pay off. Like yes. it's working. I will say that. Oh, it's going to be heartburn this week. But Purdue I mean, fans like are it, not looking at it like a guaranteed win, so I don't think anybody. But I, I think it's hilarious. How many Purdue fans? There's like three, and I don't know if one of them's here. He hasn't sounded off. Usually, he's here. He's saying two touchdown win. One of our regular attendees, and uh, what? I disagree. He said, "I think this is bring the Pepto and whiskey for this one because Purdue because I and it's going to be I would say you know just like Iowa Iowa State El Asico take the under that's what I told you and that's what they came through for. Yeah. Um, you also for this to one, take the under in the Penn State game. All of you're right. I was wrong. I, I was wrong. Over, Jay Muddy, you t- I, I say I say take the over on this. I was involved. Take the under. This is going to be fifty-eight. And a half. I don't bet. this one's gone up quite a bit. It's a lot of points. Oh, okay. And but is I Purdue Purdue opened as the favorite? Last I, I think, saw it was even. Last I think I Syracuse. I think it opened that Syracuse was three, and then it was under. two, two and a half, and there was one and a half, and now it's even, right? I think it's. I thought it went the other way. I think Purdue opened as a favorite, and then they like moved it, and now it's in the Syracuse. I never, I never saw which Purdue is probably there. where it should. Um, but like I, yeah, I. If this is. Aiden O'Connell against that defense is, I, I think, you know, not going to have too much of a problem. I think AOC, he looked really poised. Again, points. Indiana State, he looked good. The running game, not that we can take too much from it, but, like, they were confident. They were pushing it. Tyrone Tracy was under, like you know, was was getting running back snaps. Like, they were trying new things. So it was like, I don't think that – and Syracuse's front four isn't, isn't great. Um, I think That's that – That's the funny thing. They're tiny. They're flat-out tiny. Um, like they kicked UConn's ass so badly. I watched highlights and then I watched a second group of highlights and I was like, they were blowing them back off the ball. And then I went and I I did research on the size of these guys. This, this isn't a big 10 type of team. And the Syracuse fans that are sober, they're like, Hey, just FYI, big 10 uh, defensive tackles, big 10 offensive tackles are bigger and stronger than ACC generally. And I think that's the sobering thing that I would say. So you've got – Handel brings up a, another good point. Handel's two for two today. Um, Syracuse's uh, 3-3-5 defense is the football equivalent of Bayheim's, or he says is, uh, question mark, the equivalent of Bayheim's 2-3 zone. It is tough to play against, but to me, you can wreck it pretty simply if you can run the ball at all 
if you can throw the ball underneath it all. This is where Payne Durham, I keep waiting for Payne Durham. This is the game. Maybe Payne Durham comes out flexing on some. Because AOC is going to have time and Payne and and, um, Beferi. He had a touchdown, like a nice up the seam touchdown in oh, um, that the pass, guys. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, that pass was great. It's beautiful. Ooh. And so, and the up, but on the other side of things, they have an NFL running back. Oh, I mean, like he's right a now. monster. Like, right, right, yeah, he could, he could start places right now. Yeah. And um, Purdue is missing Jalen Graham. And that is bad. <laughs> These are bad things. Right, right. And their quarterback, and then, he's, he is, he's really good. Like, hey, speaking of really like good. the the national secrets that we keep, like, did we not know Jalen Graham's injury until the game? So, here here's the, I guess it was a poorly kept secret or a well kept secret, but behind the doors, everybody knew it. Graham had this same problem last year, leading up to the Tennessee game, and he played through it. And it's a it's a bunch of micro fractures, small fractures on the, tell me, tibia or fibia on the inside, mm-hmm, tibia. Tibia, okay. Tibia's the big so, one. So, the it's the smaller little, one because it, they say it. You can run on it; it just hurts. Oh, that's the fibula. Like, fibula. Yeah. I can tell you anything on me. Like if I break a hair, guys, I'll just cry. Oh no, it's happening. It's like Brock. I mean, like fifteen percent of your weight, so you can actually run on it, correct? But and I'm sure. It hurts. Well, he did, and you watch. Let's use that a play that we all saw. The the puke six. He was flying down the field and he didn't look like he had a hitch in his his gallop at all right he's a beast and he was very hurt at that point but can he play through it so there are a couple guys that this this is kind of Purdue's deal right now they do have depth but losing a guy like graham i think well graham graham wasn't the puke six important guys on the field that you really can't afford to lose and yeah, I mean, yes. like, and uh, especially against a running back like that, you know, and so that's. I think that's, it's more important versus Schrader, the quarterback, because when the play breaks down, he will scramble. Yes, I saw that. Dylan, you're a mean person. Dylan uh, said to Dowd, say hair. Yeah, I've got <laughs> um, many hair. Uh, by the way, uh, quick update. Uh, ESPN's matchup predictor, whatever the hell that means, has uh, Syracuse by 58%. Um, and the spread is now one point and the over-under is up to 60 so that's, a that's lot of I points. think that's the way it's the game's gonna go. It's oh, gonna be, it feels it's like a, a thirty-five flip. thirty. It's game, it's absolutely. a coin it's a coin flip. I mean, like it's gonna be, and these are two good coaches. I don't care what Dino Baber's record is. I mean, like this is similar to Matt Campbell again. Matt Campbell, I think, at this stage of their careers, are better is a better coach and has more upside than Dino. But Syracuse is a bad program, and yes. like you shouldn't be able to recruit to Syracuse. It is a really difficult program to win. You guys, you guys both told me, I think when, we, when I brought up Syracuse to you two weeks ago, I think the words you guys were used were beautiful, yeah. wonderful oh, beautiful. city, gorgeous. Easy we were gonna there. plan on it's Near there's coasts, there's yeah. coasts and everything. You know yeah. what? Anish and I were talking about just among each other that, that we because we all we all like Dino Babers. Dino is he's born in Honolulu. I think he's he, like, yeah. He played at Hawaii. He was yeah. a grad assistant at Hawaii. Yeah. And the guy is coaching in Syracuse, New York. Must be now, must be great. I'm rooting for him to just get the Hawaii job one day. Just right. go home, bro. Right. Go or at, home. The, at the very least, UCSD or something like that. Yeah. Like, get what somewhere are you doing nice. In Syracuse. Like, uh, he's like the greatest dude. Like, every he's time the I best. Hear him we talk, love him. I'm he's like, a Purdue guy, too. He's a Purdue he guy. He Purdue has... receivers coach in the 90s when they were really right. bad. Um, right. By the way, I uh, I wanted to ask because I didn't get to see really any of the Indian State game. I I was yachting, and I was uh, I did I did I the TV bit on bad reception on the TV. Or yes, yeah. The was... the antennas didn't get Big Ten Network. <laughs> um, should should Maccabee be getting more more reps? So so was that we'll because be of Indiana State? Because he's already a very big fan favorite. The way he runs is inspiring. Downhill. Oh boy. Like he's, I think oh it's a half step quicker than than Horvath, which is well, so, a lot. I mean, Horvath's who's playing cool. in the NFL? So like know. that's the that's the thing is like Horvath Horvath was a fan favorite kind of jokey joke like give him runs until like he wasn't you know what I right. mean until he was right. like clearly Purdue's best running option yeah. and now he just in his first NFL game caught a touchdown right so right. I don't know I mean it's. It, I'm. I want to see more Tracy, especially against, um, you know, a yeah, speed back, especially against a team like Syracuse. Um, but yeah, that, that's I mean, to me, to me, you've you've 
Purdue has opportunities to use different guys in different ways. I think this is a real good chance for Jeff Brom to flex the brain muscle and say, okay, I see you, what you're doing, the 3 3 The brain six-pack. Right. Which and we I'm, call I'm, I'm going to counter your three three five with something that's that's amazing. So um, the conditions will be perfect as far as I know because there's a roof over their heads. <laughs> so it should be fun. And um, l- let me ask you guys, if, if Purdue loses this game, is this something that puts you back on your heels a little bit? Or do you say, well, you know, this all things cons- you know considered, Syracuse is better. This is the problem with judging a, a schedule before you see right. the actual teams. This, Th- this, is, this is a, a loss. If it is, it's a loss that Purdue shouldn't take. But it's not a loss to, like, panic. Um, but Purdue shouldn't lose this one. Um, no. Like, they're a better team. They're on the road, so that's a thing. It's Dino. He's a good coach. That's the thing. They've got a great running back. But they shouldn't like Purdue is Purdue should outmatch them, even though it's going to be close and stressful. Um, but yeah, I I, I think to back up Anisha's, I, I feel the exact same way. If they lose, it's not crushing or anything, but it'd be disappointing, especially be, yeah. after you already you already had your close like kind of should have had it game that already happened. That's the yeah. other downside of losing that Penn State mm-hmm. game is yeah. you remove the margin for error. Like you can have one Absolutely. against one of these decent programs, you yeah. can't have two or three. You can, but it just changes the season. What I will say, though, is like, like this is where having an experienced, steady quarterback that there's no question who it is, this is where that needs to make the difference, this kind of a game, right? When you went into these games, you didn't know if it was going to be Plummer or AOC or whomever. That made everybody nervous. Going into Notre Dame last year, like, not bad. Purdue ends up being a nine-win team, but you didn't feel real good about that. I would feel much better going in Notre Dame this year, obviously, given that Notre Dame's playing. But with AOC in this position. What, what did Notre Dame do? I, I missed that. I was at a baseball game this weekend. What happened to Notre Dame? Did, I, think, uh, I, think I mean, they must have won, right? Weekend. It was a little tough. Not a little tough. Lose. I, I think it's hilarious that Jack Plummer. Must have been. They had Alabama. There. They were hosting Alabama right. then, right? Right. Power. I'm told their schedule's very tough. Notre Dame fans always tell me their schedule's tough. Uh, Guys, just I actually like, think. It's like a P5 schedule is what I'm told. They could lose the Cal. I don't think they will. But I think they actually could lose the Wouldn't game. Wouldn't it be awesome to watch snack time just He's gotta be thinking I can't around these the face with this junk. I gotta man. go back in here again. <laughs> I yeah. just I want Mark I want good things for Marcus Freeman, and I think that fan base is about to be very mean to him, and I don't want that. Can you imagine if Marcus just, Freeman listen, was three and oh something bad goes, he always has a place to land in West Lafayette. That's Absolutely. right. That's right. Absolutely. We'll we will welcome him with open arms. It's we not even that, that long of a drive. We love that guy. Exactly. Bring back to Marcus. Like yeah, it's take, I mean, take your like family back. Go in East style and and take some time to to blow off some steam and walk down to West Lafayette and yeah, right. buy a mansion. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's a good property market. I what love Marcus Freeman, but I got to tell you, the moment you make a deal with the devil, it's it, uh, damn it. He looks good in that quarter zip. I'll say that. <laughs> Gosh, that's a handsome man. Salvation is just down the road, and. Okay, let me ask you this. It looks like I he could at... suit up right now. Oh, hell Freaking yeah. beast mode coach. Come on. I, so I looked at Notre Dame's schedule, and I don't want to play the full game here, but okay. but trust me when I tell you, you look at it, and, and I see I see the probably best case is six or seven wins this year, and that's with the start, right? Let's say he goes six and six. It. I love it. He gets another season, right? Oh yeah, he yeah. gets another season. He's, he's Marcus Freeman. Yeah, of course he yeah. does. Okay, okay. So he can't. He's probably not going to get fired this year, right? This is the this is the other benefit. Here's a here's a workplace tip. Here's the other other benefit of being a nice guy. People mm-hmm. want you to stick around instead of trying to look well, for the first excuse. All the time. To... If Kelly had a year like this, he'd have been pushed out because they were looking for a reason. They were the one smart thing is he knew yeah. if he ever fell off that 11, 12 wins a year. They were going to say, you're not doing the job, buddy. Sorry. The revisionist history is silly to me among Notre Dame fans. I talked to one this last weekend who was like a Notre Dame fan, just normal guy. He was like, well, he was never that good. I'm like, you jackass. He's the winningest coach ever at Notre Dame. He's pretty solid. I got to tell you, what I'm hoping, even though they didn't push him out, is that there's some sort of sports karma happening where – 
Swarbrick made a bad decision by not jumping into bed with the Big Ten when he had the opportunity, and they end up just kind of fading into Bolivian, to quote my friend Mike Tyson. I mean, like like that. The, we can all dream. I know it won't happen. I know eventually they're going to probably be in the Big Ten. But right now it looks like, gosh, they are so stupid and greedy, and they're so, they deserve every piece of crap that they get. Um, Marcus Freeman's awesome. They just fell into that situation. Oh, yeah. Just, they deserve every effing bit of Urban Meyer. Wouldn't that they be the Todd over here on the left says, Urban Indy, hell yes. That's what I want. I want all of that. I'll put it up in a big spoon. I don't like – here's the thing. I don't like hating things, but when and if I were to hate things, I just would like it to be concentrated. You know what I mean? I don't like to spread it out. Don't give me a guy I like at a place I hate. Come on. Exactly. That's the problem with all the – with the silly season, with the coaching carousel. You're always like, oh, no. Like you think, oh, gosh, that guy's good and I like him. And now all of a sudden he's going to be in a Nebraska hat, Jay. Oh, no. Right, but here's the yeah, yeah, but 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 man, this was the perfect. I didn't hate Nebraska like you see handles. No, you it was frost. It was frost. It was frost. I disliked the fan and the delusion under and and because I liked Mike Riley, and I actually liked Bo Pelini because he won. Yes, Yes. we used to. We wanted Bo Pelini to be on Purdue's short list because he won endlessly. But as opposed to, okay, so here's a question though. We wanted Bo Pelini because it was so bad and we were like, screw it. Like anyway, back to bowl territory, we need it immediately. Yep. Yep. Um, we were talking about Les Miles for crying out loud. We weren't, but Purdue fans yeah. were. If the, if a Bo Pelini like. happened. That's not a, even like a blown. That happened. There was a conversation. There was a meeting in Indianapolis with Les Miles and he just. Flick Purdue in the face, right? Is that true? No, I don't know, but thank goodness. Anyway, like a room, and that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that didn't happen. There was no conversation with Les Miles. But the the um, <laughs> but if you if you were to get offered a coach like that now, after we've been spoiled by having a good guy and a great coach, yeah, like, um, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah. You're in a different place now. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. I, that's the, the the whole thing with Nebraska was building for me because I've banged that drum about them pushing out every good coach they've had for not being Tom Osborne. And you posted something today. You retweeted something today. I had never seen that book that some media people. Oh, my gosh. Please what read that. If you follow us on Twitter, go please go board. and find this. It's a the- book about Scott Frost. Oh, but it's my fan gosh. The last paragraph is so delusional. Could you okay? We are fans, and we are known to write things. Could you imagine in any universe us writing something like this? Hell no. That would be embarrassing for a for fan me. site, for a blog, right? For another fan would... site that is embarrassing. Just that a, would be pick one. another one. If pick that would be embarrassing. Say, that's right. quite embarrassing. You know, crying Even in front that, of let's say crying in front of the camera and still deciding to air. Let's just see. But like it's oh even God. this is t- this was a step too far. It was called what was it? A Husker's Journey Home. Yes, Frost yes. a Husker's Journey Home, and it was, it was it like when they were thirteen and zero, but somehow they were fifth in the nation in this dumbass. That scenario. that tells you the just self hatred that exists there. Anyway, oh how did we get back to Nebraska? We they just realized they keep pulling us in. The, that is so worthwhile, though. That piece is so bad. It is so awful. That was originally sent to I me. I enjoyed it. LBD sent that to me in the middle of the day when he should have been studying. There's a thing. Um, and I was like, I can't believe what I'm reading. That last paragraph is so, so bad. You'll uh, have to look it up, folks. But basically, it's, it's fan so fiction. Good. And I'm not making, I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. It's, it is. Is virtually pornographic fan fiction about Scott Frost leading them to glory. It was it's got, so it's got oddly, oddly specific quotes from the quarterback at that time, it's right? So weird. It's so weird. So so strange. So handles no talking about. Don't put I that don't on. No, either. I don't know. I no idea. Armin Hammer. No. Never oh, heard so so um. No, we were talking about the reason we got there is we were talking about coaches at no, places yeah. where you yeah, can yeah, hate yeah. them. And we talked about Notre Dame. By the way, I'm just going to say this again. I'm going to say this on every podcast that we talk about coaching carousels. You talk about Urban. Urban, his next stop 
is Texas when Sark is fired. This is correct. That's where Urban is going. He will yep. only go to ready-made programs, yep. ready to win championships. Absolutely. He would win at Texas. Right now, he's at a low place, bro. No, he's not. He's on fire. As you said in the quick cast, which you should subscribe to on YouTube. Hit that. I don't subscribe to my own quick. We. (laughs) He's on. He's getting paid millions by Fox. Why would he want to get back into this for Nebraska? I think he genuinely thinks Nebraska is below him. Oh, he's not going to go to Nebraska. No chance. I know. You guys say that you're not the only ones, by the way. I'm I'm clearly in the minority, but also Nebraska media types. Oh, they'll 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 think they they can. Yeah. If I don't say anything about them, you say it all on his side. There's no way. I don't think he would do it. I don't think he's. I think there's always been already. Already called. Already gotten on the. Why not? He's not. Definitely. You don't have to not call him because he's not in a job right now. You're not in a coaching job. You, those right. are the guys you can call right now. Yeah. Right. Absolutely, he's floated it out. See, I think he's a perfect fit. And you know what's funny? Purdue would still be Nebraska. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's but but that's the point. That's why he won't go there. He's not a dumb guy. He knows where where the look where he's been. Right. Went to Florida. Then when that was getting bad, he got out of there and went to Ohio State. Right. When that was getting, you know, the pressure was on. He got. I've out always there. thought that the fact that he's named after a pope, he's got to coach at Notre Dame at some point. He just has to. Oh, it doesn't he love Notre Dame? Wasn't he? Yeah, like a... he's Catholic. I mean, you can tell by the well, way he lives his life. He's a man of faith. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, good times. Um, good times. Oh man! Hey, um, you guys want to talk about Purdue again? We I we guess. did talk about Purdue. How much do we? Have to oh, talk how about? much time? Listen. Time should we do that? It's a good point. I guess. I mean, I. Well, what's your? How what's do you guys feel? Guys... How do you what? feel? This is the hard thing about these all these pre-con games. They're all difficult because you don't have enough information. You don't start feeling really good about a team until they're four or five games into the season. Be like, okay, I get them now. But this game is is one that I'm like, okay, I'm super intrigued by this. If I were yep. a college football fan, I'm like, yeah, I'm tuning in. This is a fun oh, one. At a new, this is one of the nooners that nerds will turn into tune into because it's Jeff oh, Brown it's versus. Uh, you know, nerds will turn into it. Nerds will tune into because it's Jeff Brown versus um, uh, Dino Babers, yeah. right? I mean, like, yeah. it's, and it's a cool matchup. It's noon, like it's a good warm up, right? Yeah. If you had one of the twelve TV setups like Jay Money has, like you would, it would be on one. Is it three or four TVs, Jay? In that room, there's three. Okay, so you and Dylan have a very similar. Well, he's got, yeah, Dylan has intrigued me because he's 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 got he, he's a four catch split up, on one catch screen. Up. And I kind of like that idea. That's a good yeah, idea. He said if you cool. use the ESPN Plus app, you can stream four games on one screen, which so, means I have the capacity to stream 12 games at once. YouTube TV says I get four soon. Okay. Soon. And I don't you just know. just need to earn, like, more No, like everybody. Like, what do we do? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't think you, I didn't think you got there. Like, I, I feel like you, need to, you need to grind a little more. Okay. If you watch more channels, it unlocks. Exactly. But they said they said that the four-channel four split screen was coming for the beginning of college football and didn't arrive in time. Because I keep looking for I'm like, am I Is missing? Arriving in a truck? What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> It's it's the this it's is the thing that's funny. So yeah, it's like a, it's like cable guys say that they'll be there between eight and six. Oh, this guy comes in with a ratchet. <laughs> fine. All right, we've got it all connected. Fine now. You it's fine. Um, I you know honestly like I was I was watching the Indian I was uh, watching it and fast forwarding through commercials uh, mm-hmm. because I was busy drinking fifty dollar high noons at. P, uh, PNC Did Park. It was two of them. Each one was twenty five dollars. But like t- you know, those high noons, no. they've got the no, it's like really seltzer juice vodka. Guys. It's a girl. That's a wife. Uh, mommy it's like drink. vodka. It's like vodka seltzer. It's like vodka it's soda. And so somebody was ordering it. I was, uh, it was. They asked what I wanted. I was like, fine. One. One as well. What flavor did you get? I have no idea. Out. Peach. I don't know. Yeah, strawberry. Yeah, maybe pineapple. Gosh, I don't know. Even have cherry. I mean, goodness yeah, gracious. I don't know. I didn't know. I was just like, fine, order me one as well, Garcon. I would think Garcon. And uh, then we got he got the bill and it was forty-eight dollars. And we but we did that thing where like our eyes bulged out of our head and but we didn't oh, our, yeah. our pride was too much to like actually say, like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> you did, can't... You, did you did I buy four of these? What happened here? Did I not remember? So I was uh, watching this, watching it on uh, the old tape, the old VHS, 
fast forwarding through commercials and the the pass defense did kind of like it wasn't great like oh, second quarter there were breakdowns that purdue didn't trice, uh, trice had a horrible play it was that's wild because he didn't have complaining a, about the pass defense in a 56 to nothing yes game? Yeah, because they didn't because yes, they can. there were th- but there were three Man. shots, three That's drives true. that had shots at the end zone. It could have been very easily 21-21. Trice was like doing like pirouettes yeah. as the ball was in the air. But I was like I did see the ball's right there. Track but it. then they did things like when it was twenty one nothing. No, no, when it was twenty one nothing and they got down to like the three or four. Oh, they got pissed. And they called timeout on fourth down and decided to run a play. And they ran like a like a jet sweep to the outside. They did they think that their line was going to blow the Big 10 defensive line off They're the ball? When oh, oh you're talking about the goal line stand the four the yeah. four and that was after three running plays. I think What the hell are you doing? You have to give yourself a chance to score. You got to throw the ball there. You, there were three running plays against uh, Indiana State against Purdue. Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? By the, the way, uh, out for the time, Grant, Grant says defense was bored. He's exactly right. There's no doubt the defense That's was extremely true. bored. They Purdue shot out to a lead. You're like, okay, hey, we're good. And then Indiana State's like, hey, we ain't going nowhere, right? They came right up in Purdue's grill, and they're like, we're gonna be here all day. But the the, to me, it's like the loss of Jalen Graham is like not ideal, especially for a game like this, and especially after you know after after seeing some breakdowns against a team that they shouldn't have broken down against. But again, they, you know, uh, it was Ben don't break right. Remember, let's remember Jalen Graham played versus Tennessee, and that Tennessee just ran up and down the field on Purdue. I mean, but Tennessee's really good. Tennessee was in town actually this weekend. They were Tennessee was playing Pittsburgh, and Pitt fans were still high off of last year. And I kept trying to tell them, "Hey, tenant guys, like Pitt is good. Pitt is Pitt is like Pitt and Purdue are pretty kind of you know equal, probably. Final four team. Oh, uh, Tennessee, yeah, it's Tennessee will do it. Did it's you see good. this? Is this is something I can't remember if I said this on Twitter or not, but like one of the many reasons to not watch any ESPN shows anymore. There were two two examples of this. Desmond Howard picked Pitt to be in his final four, and then he picked Tennessee in the Pitt-Tennessee game. That's art right there. And no one even – It was it's not even on. like – Did you did you see No one audits one? it and says like, uh, wait a minute, how does that make any sense? Did you see the one where it was, um, you know, it was who would score the most points in the game and who or you know, of the weekend and who yes, was going to win the night? I was getting night? to it. I said Stephen this Stephen A. Smith was asked who would score the most points in the weekend, and he said the Raiders. And they were playing the Chargers, and they asked him what would be the final of that game, who would he go with, and, which is a weird question because he just said they'd score the most points in the division, and right. he went with the Chargers. So the, tw- the, re- the tweet I saw said that Stephen A. Smith says that the Raiders are going to make history by being the first team to lose a game when they outscored their opponent. Like, and it was right on the spot. This wasn't like he did it six hours apart. It was the same segment. Yeah, they work him 16 hours a day, man. What is he doing? He's got to get a nap. Isn't it like close to 10 mil? Yeah, but like hourly wage. But yeah, but if you convert that to hourly wage, that's like minimum wage. He's just working all the time. He's like, he's like on 17 shows. So I didn't, I wasn't on last week's podcast. Um, and so I haven't been on since I was back for the first time. In, and you addressed this, I know, in the podcast. First time in three-plus years that I've been in uh, in Ross Aid. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, man, one thing that they have down to just like a, it's like a Swiss watch in there is the concession lines. Oh, oh no, so good. No way. So good. You get up there. Boom. You miss a quarter. You it's miss a quarter absurd. of the game. If you go out for a beer, which I guess it's because they have alcohol now, but – I don't ever are, remember are the concession stand volunteers drinking the alcohol because I know they're I know they're volunteers, so let's take it with a grain of salt. But maybe mix in one or two people that actually know what they're doing because every freaking time I go to the concession stand, I'm like, they'll say something like, "Nope, this line's closed," and I'm like, "You got to go over there." There's 15 people back there doing nothing, or they're all washing the same here's, thing on the countertop. Here's one thing I was thinking about. Because I forgot about, I forget about, I doubt it. Sometimes I forget how insane you are. Yes. Until I see you in person. Right. We are sitting at the game and it's the tradition. We are all getting sarcastically excited for Shout and Dowd 
boom, he's getting to the concessions. He literally will not stay in the seat. to get, but he gets always time. down. He's always down there, and then I get down there, he's gone every, every time. Every time he yells he at goes, me. So hey, boil it down. Come down to the concourse. Let's pause the story here. We all know every time post game on Sundays. Dowd will text us, text the group chat and say, I didn't get to bed until five, six o'clock. Just the yeah. adrenaline was running too high. Yeah. So where do we think that he goes and what do we think that he gets during that gap in time? I'm bump. pretty sure. Is it a Sprite and or is it a Coke and, and, and a package of Skittles and you pour it into the other and you chug it while eating it? Is this Coke? Skittle Coke. Is it a Coke? Which it's got no sugar in it lvd i'm pretty sure has he's already got dentures <laughs> so maybe he should his mom me. was not happy when skill coke was invented and the fact that i went along with he was probably six when that happened and he this invented Skittle Coke. It was a very hot afternoon. Skittle Coke. And this is, and he's complaining about not being able to sleep. Good. Do you think it's the adrenaline? I don't know. Do you think it's mystery. the, the, it's the other thing I will say sugar is, you just had. I'm getting fatter, and the seats are not getting bigger. No, they are very small. And They're one very... of my one of the things that happened when I was there, I don't think oh, you guys talk about this. We 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 get to the we come up to bullet down section, and there's two seats available. So Anish and I take them, and we're behind one of the people that. Very uh, nice older gentleman. Boiler Dad's brother hilariously said, this is the kind of guy I wish you would just bring a book because he's not interested in, in anything but complaints. He's talking at completely audible levels when he's talking shit Oh, yeah. About so this guy. guy turns around to me, and he keeps looking at it, and I, you know, I, I just was he like, He was what? way out of line. I said, what? And he's way like, I would just like to have some of my seat. And I was as far back in my seat, literally yeah. against the yeah. thing in front, your seat, I guess. Right. And and I said, I'm as far back as I can go, man. I don't. You. And then you. Now, I, this is what I want to know. You then switched with me. You said, you come back to mine. I will go sit there. Now, yeah. was that to, was that to remove me from what you saw brewing? No, it's to punish or him. No, because you wanted to be in that spot. I wanted him to hear me for okay. the rest of the game. Oh sure yeah, because one one row like, back and you jerk, can't. so now he's gonna pay. One so. row back and you can't see hear doubt at all. Mm. And like I could tell, my favorite thing is like every third down, you know how like I stand up and I go, oh. right? But that first oh, right, that makes people jump, which is awesome. It makes it's my it makes my freaking game when I watch a Purdue fan go, right? Yeah, it's coming again. It's third down. I'm gonna make some noise, and I don't that like and I don't are yell, I just go, oh he heard it. Over and over and over. And if he would have kept his damn mouth shut and not gotten mad at you for being five, what are you, 5'10? Yeah. How okay, 5'10. You're not a gigantic person and you were doing everything you could to fit in their comfort. Really you were nothing to. wrong. That he was, was sitting point. back and bumping into me. Yes. And get out of here, man. He was out of line. He deserved to hear me for the rest of that game. <laughs> and yes, I was not going to let off the gas. Clown show. <laughs> Yeah, that but, was not against you. That was against him. I hope. No, I, no, no. I just wanted to make sure I didn't know because there are people in my life who would remove me from brewing situations because they don't like that. No, you. I don't, know, you, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but sometimes I have, have a habit of escalating things. Like, no. well, <laughs> the thing is, you bring a little bit of the Northeast with you when you come, and I'm that's very nice. I'm very cuddly. You're cuddly. You're warm. I give cuddly. hugs. It's different. In all seriousness, if you're if you're in your your habitat, if you're in Jersey, everybody's fine. You're completely expected. When you're in baseline, it's a little bit different, right? I guess. The funny thing is, I'm from this area, and I still like I didn't feel like I was aggressive enough when I lived in the Northeast. Oh, and I don't think I'm. I don't know. It's not just end up midway through. Come to Pittsburgh. Just end up halfway here. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, there's a boiled sports. I need you guys to. Uh, oh, the next home game I'll be at. So never mind. I can check for it. There's a boiled sports sticker um, somewhere in the, the bowels of on the of, on the pillar right outside our gate. Is that right? Yes. Well, there it was. was. We'll see. We'll see if it's still. That's there. awesome. Did you did you guys put it? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yes, oh, I put awesome. it there. But there's one at. Oh, there's one at. Um, AJ's. Them. There's one at AJ's. Well, by the um, way, somebody who's who's listening to the show right now in the margins. No, 
he didn't order one. We we just sent out a couple stickers just recently, didn't we? Yes, we did. Well, we're running out. But you yeah, can go to uh, Redbubble and you can get yourself yeah um, a really cool boiled sports sticker. Or, and if you or, if you up. buy this, boiled dough will make twelve cents. Actually, I don't think you'll make that much. No, I don't make that much. <gasps> that one's Gasp. great. That's a great one. I was I gonna that. buy that. Oh, yeah, I'm I, shocked I, that that I has won. not been. I'm shocked. Well, that oh, it's out. It already got taken down twice. <laughs> you just keep putting you it back look up. at this. So you have to go to the uh, for everybody listening. It. Boiler that's D. The... Boiler D. It's linked in all the quick casts. By the way, I have it linked in all the quick casts. But if you go in there, you just find the things that I've put up, and I don't have any descriptors in there because I think Drew Brees's mafia is coming after me every time. It's surely not Tiller's family. Arnett's not getting on Redbubble. No, you, whatever it is, it's very generic. Link that from our site, or do you think that'll make it go down? That'll what be you down sure what? I think we should link it on our site. Yeah, we sure. Why not? Yeah, but why I think not? if we do that, they might find it faster. Yeah, who cares? Let's yeah, go. You can get one of these lovely, um, oh, yeah, boiled sports so glasses. Those, that's from yeah, the, the OnlyFans site. That's right. The boiled sports merchandise site. Um, it's a boiled sports can coot. So I, I like to describe it because it's both a tumbler that has the sealable top and. and it has a different top you can put on it to be a can koozie. So it, it's a multi. I use it for coffee, honestly. It's yeah. very good. Very it's good. Mul- it's, I love it because it has multiple uses and it's harder for a niche to break. Correct. That's harder. Right. Not impossible. Not impossible. But but it's less likely. These are plastic now, correct? Those are yeah, glasses? Just throw- yes, they are. All done. Oh, I thought he said these are glasses, correct? <laughs> yeah. They are. Yeah, those the rocks yeah, glasses just, are just glasses. throw it on the ground every time. I think the quantity is depleted on the site. I hold back a handful because I know who I'm dealing with. Yeah, correct. Idiots. Morons. So, correct. No, I just, and it's great because they're like children. They don't yeah. admit it. And then Michael's like, I broke mine a few months ago. And I no, I admit it. I full, I am. F- I am in full, and it's always afterwards when I'm cleaning it, completely sober, and it slips out of every single time I've broken a glass. It's been that way. It's like soap is slipping. Because he does, it's like the movie Cocktail. He's like spinning it. Exactly. The booze bottle, not the glass, silly head. You know me. All right, we just crossed an hour. Anything else we want to cover tonight? Uh, Are there any questions on Twitter? I don't don't think I asked for any. I can take a look. Yeah. Um, um, we get, let's keep this one at an hour. Let's hope we beat Dino. Dino's great though. Uh let's hope we slow the running back down. Um and let's hope Charlie Jones has another six touchdowns. Iowa is a joke of a program. <laughs> I uh I, I think I think Brian Ferentz just needs some time. We <laughs> should put up a graphic on the site of Charlie Jones touchdowns versus Iowa touchdowns on the year. He's almost outscored. No, he's definitely. He has. Them. He's almost out yardage them as a team. Score and yard. He's played three quarters and he had more receptions than he did all season last year. I wonder why people want to come to, you know, leave Iowa and come to Purdue. Can't figure it out. It's a mystery. By the way, Dave over in the, in the margins, he's also known as, uh, is it Pinola photography? Dave Weigel. Um, he says before you guys have any thoughts on the mask situation. <laughs> you guys all think you're funny. That's the best. Oh, they're part. funny. They're funny. Um, we've got a demographic. I've noticed. Uh, it's oh, it's not what you think. It's it's very funny. People. It's wise guys. It's wise guys. Exactly. It's all wise guys. It's a highbrow um, humor podcast. You you wouldn't get it if you're no. If you're, if you're just if, if you're, you're just checking like, in the first time, you're gonna be like, whoa, wait, what? my head's spinning. There's so much happening, yet I don't understand. A, if it's you're just a, you know, it's you, a very you uh, a cringy pod or site. This this isn't the one for you. They exist. For you. They're, they're, they're out plenty there. out there. Right. You right. can find them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, but I was saying before, go to AJ's, pop in. Um, Adam mentioned our sponsors now. Isn't that nice? What? We're mentioning our sponsors now. Look, we also have to mention uh, uh, Martin Vintage. Yeah. Get a boil at checkout. Get 15% off. Yeah. Uh, great t-shirts. You'll love them. Um, but 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 at AJ's, what, is that not a good one? Anita? No, Can yeah, no, I just didn't. Keep Give going. me the so-so sign. Keep going. But AJ's, I like that Adam said to us that people always ask if he's there, including Boiler Dad always yeah. says. Yeah, and he, always. Said, he said all the guys there are, uh, I'm blowing his cover now. He said they're all instructed to say, He's not here because he doesn't want to be bothered. Well, the funny thing is, like, I've tried to use, hey, uh, he sponsors my podcast. And they look at you like, <laughs> like we've, what? I've got his, te- like, I literally will show my phone. I'm like, no, I've got his his number on my phone. 
Like I can we, hear it ringing back there. I just called it and <laughs> right I hear now, it ringing back. He's in there. And then I never see him. So what I'm thinking is maybe, maybe the A and AJs is just avoiding Boiler Doubt. That's what I'm <laughs> beginning to get. Uh, avoiding Boiler Doubt and Jays. Avoiding, avoiding, avoiding Boiler Doubt and Jays. That's what it is. That's yes. It. That's, I, that's I, I very much enjoyed myself. That, that's what you were going to call Blood Sports before you before you came yes. up with the name, correct? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, um, that place is good, man. Good location. Good. What you What you guys uh, have when you went there? Oh, I had a double and regretted it the next morning. Oh my because god! I am not he built. went to order, and they're like, "Do you want a single or double?" And he's like, "Oh, I have the double," and it's like, "It's, it's a big the single because like big. it's not like Smash Burger size." Like it's like two patties, patties. You like, I thought it was two smash. And I, I went to, and you guys, I, I think you guys are both people that look down your nose at me for doing this. But I went to McDonald's for a late lunch, and I got a. So I instead of getting two doubles, which I usually get at McDonald's because the burgers are about the size of a quarter now, oh, I got a triple, and I split the fries with my daughter. Okay, the triple is so little now. Their triple is less ounces than an AG. AJ like Trump talking about toilets. <laughs> Have you seen the triple cheeseburgers? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to make you feel political. I should no, have no, no. I think um, you did okay. You did okay. But no, but if you want a hearty no double, if you want a hearty double at McDonald's, get the double quarter pounder. You will feel like a fat ass. Oh my gosh, is that bad? Because it's it says so quarter pounder, so at some point it had to be a quarter pound. Some point in the process, it was a quarter pound of meat. The triple in the, the McDouble. You are getting hosed because they keep making them yes. smaller. Yes. They're like silver dollar size burgers now. Silver dollar size burgers. Maybe you're just bigger. Uh, yeah, my hands are huge, dude. Look at these massive hands. They are, by the it's way, my hands are exactly the scale for a 5'4 person. They're exactly <laughs> the way they should be. They're not. I got like the, at AJ's, I, we're just talking about food now. I got the, uh, it's like an Alpine, but it's like a Swiss and bacon and melty. Oh, so delicious. Is it melty? Oh, well, yeah. Did you have a side of macaroni and cheese bites? Because that's what I always did. No, we had macaroni and cheese bites to go, homie. We took it to the (laughs) tailgate. Because they're travel, baby. The travel (laughs) side. They're travel, baby. (laughs) It's like I'm eating macaroni and cheese like it's mom's good cooking, but I'm eating it while walking down Northwestern. It's a finger food now. Oh, uh, go to AJ's yell uh, boiled sports. for (laughs) Just yell Just walk in the door and yell boiled sports. (laughs) See what type of reception you get. For a discount or just for our entertainment. So the final thing on food, because Robert Gill on the sidelines said uh, Wendy's triple delicious, but immediately food coma. I can't. Eat, I, I can't get Wendy's, man. No, no. What you should do, and I'm telling you, you will only do this like once a year. This is like you with the way with the Long John Silver's. That's thing. Horrible, you, you, though, Wendy's. Get the breakfast baconator. It's amazing. It's horrible. But but right. But you'll have it and you'll enjoy every second, and then you'll go. I don't need that again for a year. You, you really may have will. diarrhea before you leave the place. <laughs> like it may be that quick. I mean, you have a sensitive belly because I love dude, it. Dude, that is so fatty. I think so I've had two in my life. Literally, I talked to my doctor one time about. I was like, "Hey, these things kind of upset my tummy," and I started naming the things. He's like, "Yep, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not meant for you." I see no problem here. These things are things you shouldn't eat. These are things that are barely edible. Hey, what and are you doing? You're not 20 anymore. You're 47, dummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think on that note, this is the. Uh, this Let's has ride. been the half Let's <laughs> We didn't even talk about the biggest dork on the planet, Russell Wilson, but let's just save that for another. We can say it. We can do that. Love you guys. Good night.